Welcome to Desire and Podcast. We are glad to see you. I am Tanner Hoffs, David Short, Jackson O'Brien, Trevor Bleepin' 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 Bleepin'. Whoa, whoa, Trevor, whoa, whoa. Butchery. Wow. <laughs> Set the tone. <laughs> I hope that sounds really obscene. See, I'm going to make like a slight difference in the bleep noise between like a swear and like heresy. And so I'm just going to make Trevor's pure like the heresy bleep. No, <laughs> that's worse. Apollinarianism. <laughs> Pelagianism. The son is not equal to the father. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are here to talk about, uh, this is like round two of Christians and swearing. What happened around one, you might ask? <laughs> Dave, what happened around one? I didn't. I don't know what happened around one. <laughs> I don't listen to our podcast, so I was like, I assumed it was up there. <laughs> I offended sailors and right, right, right. Yeah. Yes, that was the most significant thing that happened. Dave really like upset the sailing community. They blackballed us from the ocean, and so we actually had we actually had to retract that. In order to get access to the high seas. So you've probably never heard it, podcast listener. It will stay in the vault Mm. until our lawyers can settle, you know, international law. (laughs) But mostly it was garbage. We had garbage opinions. Uh, And it was one of our first ones. And it was garbage. So I trashed it. I don't even know if it exists. There are way too many moments when I think that our opinions are garbage anyways. So (laughs) I don't know if that's a good reason to not put something on a podcast. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, luckily for us, we have the primary cursing expert (laughs) in the Brethren Church currently. Uh, He holds that position with all honor and dignity. We have Trevor Buttery. Trevor Buttery, how are you feeling about this? Uh, When I was talking to Chris Lance about this, going on this podcast for this topic, he's like, Oh, like you super force wearing? I was like, not. I don't think so. And he's like, well, like when you're on a podcast, you got to be a character. So <laughs> either you got to be like <laughs> whistle clean or the filthiest person they've ever seen, or else. Interesting. Not right? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we don't show our real selves. This yeah, is all. This I is think, all charades and marketing. I'm way probably more in the middle than on like. It's way less interesting. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm probably not as interesting as like someone who would be. I think uh, I guess I do swear sometimes, so that puts me on one of the sides, huh. definitely. Right. Trevor loves swearing. <laughs> <When> <laughs> I, I remember on the uh, on the school bus going to our Drossen every day. We had this uh, one bad kid in the back, and he came up to me one day as he's like passing to get off at his stop. He said like, "You know how you know like a few swears now in high school? You'll know a 99." <laughs> told me that and i full believed him i was afraid i was afraid for this onslaught of swearing that was about to come at me in high school and uh throughout high school and like bible college i kind of stayed like on the line like swearing no ah did you did you ever write out to see how many you knew i did actually write uh (laughs) only like 
It's hard because you get to a lot of like, I could, I couldn't tell variations. What was a lot of oh, variations. Were, okay. I got like twelve, like like solid, like actual swears. You know, twelve swears. Do you know not twelve? I know a lot more than twelve. Really? Swears. Like like wait, are you talking about like uh, racial things mm. too? And oh like, yeah, that adds up. There's really a few fast. like, but uh, I think the change for me happened um, when I was working at the Tagler Youth Center, mm. and just like surrounded by a culture that swearing wasn't a big deal. Like, not because it was so... Could you explain to people what the Tegler is? Uh, the Tegler is? Youth Center is a, uh, a youth center owned by the Hope Mission. It's on the east side of Edmonton. And it's just a drop-in center. Kids come in, skateboard, play basketball, eat food. It's all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, I not that I like, I changed my mind. I just lost the ability to be offended by swears. And when you lose the ability, just from like peer hearing it so much, right. and like not even in hateful yeah. ways, just in ways that people use it calmly. Yeah, I... Uh, I lost the ability to be offended by swears. And that like kind of made me think like, okay, wait, like I, it was easy to, to decide beforehand because, oh, I'm offended. This is like, ah, this is vile. I just feel it. It's a visceral reaction. Right. Once you lose yeah. that, it's like, all right, what is a swear? It's just a word that we've all agreed not to use. And I would have to use um, swears in like police reports or incident reports and stuff like that. And like writing uh. it down or telling a staff, oh, this kid called this kid this. And that's pretty bad. So you should uh, we should talk about that. And anyways, and like right. it kind of like broke down the okay. I kind of broke my mind. Okay, I don't think swearing is a sin because obviously I can write it in a police report mm-hmm. or I can say it to a staff seriously, and like the act of saying it isn't a sin. And that kind of like broke the magical power of it. Huh. And now I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, I know there's no magical power from it. I know you can sin and swear. You can absolutely use swears to convey anger and to convey all these bad things that the Bible is very clear about. I'm not sure about the very words themselves. Mm. I, I I think that you can swear and not sin. So I'm assuming um, the way you talk changes, just like everybody does, depending on what context you're in. What does that look like for you? Um, There's a very small group of people I would swear around, I think. And uh, I've always been pretty, and since I know that, since I know I know I want to be careful, I've always been very sure about like not using swears as like ah, this is I'm expressing pain, just bleep and yeah, because um, that you can't control, and I feel like that is irresponsible in a way of like if you allow that to be your automatic response to things, mm. you can say it anywhere, and I do believe you can offend people, and I feel like you, I should do everything I can not to offend certain people, and so. I've made sure it's not um, a reaction thing. What was your question, Tanner? <laughs> no, no, that's that's a good that's a good answer. So, like at the Tagler, are do you feel comfortable with that now that that's kind of in the culture of of a Tagler? Uh, no, the opposite. Like it's very much like any kind of like place run by Christians. There's a no swearing rule, and mm. you know kids get in trouble for it. And um, I would never swear in front of kids. I'm, in my two and a half years there, I never swore in front of a kid. <laughs> But it was more of like an understanding, like when like the rules would change per kid. There's a kid that came in that like literally he could not, t- you couldn't talk to him in the calm. Like, oh, how's skateboarding going? I learned this trick, but you couldn't talk to him without him dropping a few f bombs, just because you know he hears that at school and that. It's like part of his like how often I say like. Yeah. Some people say the f word in that same gap filler mm-hmm. of I don't know what to say next instead of saying um I'll say the f word. 
that's pretty common. It wasn't reasonable for us to expect the same rules for him as some kids that would like get really angry and then I'm gonna use this word because I know it hurts. Mm. And so just seeing it as more right. of like a fluid thing. Mm. Um, but I yeah, I have a small group of friends I swear in front of, and that's all. Mm. So is that when we know we've made it with you? Mm. That we're welcome. Is that the inner circle? Yeah. We're your inner three. Yeah, you're the only ones. Because <laughs> you know everybody listening to this is just going to wait to get your approval enough to hear you just lay it out in front of them. Jack, you grew up with a family, with people in your family who didn't have a big problem with swearing. Yeah. How was that? What does that look like for you? I, there's one particular, well, there's a few. My family has a way, I've just sort of zoned out when someone else says, a swear, I like kind of like, Ugh, I don't know, that makes me feel. And then even when I swear, I still get a, even though I'm a bundle of contradictions. But when my family swears, it's just so normative. It's just part of their vernacular to describe life. Like, those words are essential in sentence structure for them, <laughs> for whatever reason. Do you Do you have any opinions on like the rightness or wrongness? Or is it like... Maybe some people view alcohol where they're like, well, it's not a sin, but because other people might get offended, I won't ever. You know, that doesn't mean that you think it's wrong. It just means, okay, well, everybody else does. So with all those topics, drinking, maybe marijuana will be something that we'll have to deal with because it'll be legalized. And then swearing too. I fall into a space of just abstain. Don't be a part of it. It's better off for everybody else. And that might be the loving thing to do. Like, I usually use that as the general guide for my life. And so with swearing, that makes it hard for me because I, I'm very much like a person that when I'm around people that swear, I find myself, well, I want to make them like me and I want to be funny around them. And this word in this context would do exactly that. And and I just feel bad after because I'm like, oh, why did I do that? And, uh, and that... that right. That the, the the passage that animates my life for that is the Matthew twelve thirty six, I think, for you'll have to give an account of every careless word. And so that doesn't just talk about swearing and poor use of language, but also like how are you using your words in all of life? See, that's interesting because I would almost say that's an argument. I would almost say like things like drinking or marijuana use or something – if you're pretty convinced it's a it's a legalism that people are getting offended by something that's not a commandment but a tradition like Jesus in his lifetime in the Bible goes after those like he makes right. a point of offending people to break legalism right and so to have the attitude that it's always better to abstain or to like affirm the legalism even though it might be legalism, is interesting. I can see why you would do it. Like, because there are other narratives in the Bible about, you know, being careful and the weaker brother and all that stuff. But you've kind of taken it as like abstaining is always probably the wisest thing. And like the, the legalism road is a weird one. And you you often get like, ah, bad things from legalism, I know. But for some reason, I would rather tread the legalistic line then be a little more like ah careless and not think about what I'm doing because I think that I, I I think I live in a space of legalism out of love is is easier to deal with maybe but 
don't know. D- Trevor, do you ever swear to shake someone up to make them ask like why is this a big deal or do you own like do you never swear around people who could be offended um definitely do when very heavy topics are being talked about i think that would be often what my swears are paired with like i will okay i um, give an example like I I will rarely like out of all the swears I rarely say the f word, but like, not too long ago I was talking with a classmate about um, residential schools mm. and like we were going over like uh, testimonies in class. Yeah. And I said, "This is," mm. and yeah, I it's I'm not going to take that back. Yeah. I think strong content often sometimes can use strong language. And the guy knew. And the guy knew I was a Christian, hmm. and yeah, I was gonna stick, stay at that. No, that like you, I mean, it's because the most obvious thing against swearing you mentioned at the start is like it comes out of anger or it comes out of to be crass just to be crass. Mm-hmm. But you're saying I often use swearing in the context of like that is the appropriate reaction. When yeah. you see that I think, or when that situation happens. Yes. I think certain situations that, yeah, what you said. I think that, yeah, when you were talking with your classmate, they would have got it. Uh, Dave, what are you thinking on this? I get scared when you get quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here judging me. all of you sinners. You should see his face. Um, swearing is hard for me to talk about because I, I can't. I have a lot of issues with how our society okay. is inconsistent with its approach to swearing, but that's mm. something mm. else entirely. Right. See, I, w- I would say that I don't swear, except a few people could call me on that. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't... There aren't... Even even amongst my close circle, I don't, I don't swear. I don't... Because I don't understand the point. I've never seen a reason to, I guess. I, I find it interesting that we come from a space of like, I what I really value is that we're thinking about it, that like we see swearing in a way that we have to use it or not use it. And not only does that make me wonder about an arrogance thing of just like, I'm kind of above swearing. I can do it when I want to, but I know that I shouldn't at other times, but I sort of understand it. That makes me curious about like, I'm human so often and I just let loose and I'm like, shoot, you arrogant bleep bleep. (laughs) (laughs) And then it, uh, it makes me rethink how I, uh, how I think about language. It's a hard part about swearing is that when people, I've heard the argument from a bunch of uh, Christians and it's, it's a good argument. I'm not against it of like swearing is socially constructed. Right. Yeah. You know, I can say, Zounds and Zounds was a swear for so long. Right. Do you know what Zounds means? I I don't actually. And I'm not getting what word you're saying. Zounds, I think. It's an abbreviation of God's wounds. Oh. Referring to Jesus' wounds on the cross. So it was like a crass religious swear that turned into Zounds. Wow. (laughs) So but when when you're like, okay, well I can say that, or I could I could say bloody because it's you know, whatever, like it doesn't mean anything. The whole, like, words that used to be swears that are no longer, yeah. like, that yeah. really, I think it was said on a Theology After Dark podcast, yeah. so, like, yeah. crap went from, like, 
bad word to like the word that youth pastors use is when they want they to be love edgy. it. They love it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I went through all this crap. Yeah. And the kids tremble. Ooh. But like just the idea that uh, and, like there's I don't know I can't believe that there was this timeline from like word was sin to word was not sin and at some point God just turned the crank and crank. oh <laughs> this this word's good now I can't I can't believe that so either sure it was all never a sin always is still a sin or that what we're actually saying to people to other human beings is way more powerful than any words we pick I'm gonna posit a question that I don't know about do we determine what sin is or does God determine what sin is right but I think the idea of a socially constructed sin is that it's about harm to others or what you intend right like if you're in a culture that spitting in someone's face is like delightful and a sign of respect it's not a sin but if you're in a culture that it's disrespectful and rude it's a sin and like okay well why did god just turn that light switch depending on what culture you are well there's there's socially constructed sins that i would say like still are legitimately they are sinful or not like, yes, when they become inactive because our culture doesn't care about them anymore, I think they do lose their power. Hmm. For the record, I'd like to state that uh, God does decide what is sins. <laughs> Just sure, to sure. answer Jackson's question. So, so then you would, yeah, you'd, you'd, uh, that, that would make you okay with swearing, that like swearing isn't a sin. Because unless it's like the sins that God said you're not, the swears that God said you're not supposed to do his name in vain, mm -hmm. blaspheme the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. And like the, all the rest is free game. And that like, so maybe it's just a question of like cultural politeness. And we have a, we've created a conception of what's rude, but it's not a salvation issue. It doesn't affect your sanctification. It doesn't affect whether you're in step with God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's more things. There's so many things that we would say are absolutely sinful that are not based on absolutes. They're based on social context. And like, I don't have a problem with that. There's lots of things that that's part of the social contract we all signed by growing up with other people. And so certain words we know, everybody in our culture knows violates that social contract. So if there's 10% of the people who don't believe that word violates it, mm. I think it still violates it for the other 90%. Like, I think it is majority rule on some sins. And until a word descends from majority rule, like crap, I think majority rule still determines sin. Or, you know, like, whether you're offending the community or not. Which... Honestly, Trevor, is why it makes sense to me that if that is not something with your friend group, if the majority rule within that group oh, okay, is right. that this is not offensive, I'm not convinced it is a sin or anything like that. Can Jesus transcend majority rules? <laughs> <laughs> but majority rules are all based on loving your neighbor. Yeah, uh, I think I'm. I think I'm with you. I'm just going back to what you said about Jesus like offending the religious leaders 
in order to just show them that they're being ridiculous, wouldn't that be, then be him breaking a cultural accepted law? Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That was good, Dave. Good question. Trevor. Hey. Close to your heart here. Rap music with tons of N-words and swears and everything. Ooh. Ooh. Thoughts. Justification or <laughs> thoughts. I'm gonna I'm gonna split my rap music into two sections. Some of the stuff I listen to is there's no excuse. I would be bending a lot of truths to try and get that through and i know i feel good about that and i'm often convicted about that and i've yet to come to make those convictions make those convictions into um actual actions but there is a significant portion of rap music that i listen to that it's speaking the language of rap music yes to say some powerful truths uh vince staples He's a rapper. He released some stuff. Don't listen to him. But uh, on one of his songs, he's, he repeats the, the phrase, tell it like it is and how it should be. And like he does. And he spends like probably about half and half the time telling it like telling stories from the streets about guns, about drugs, and then how it is. And then telling his friends to yeah. come on, get over this. Yeah. And I find that stuff is good. Kendrick Lamar, also very known for mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Positive change through rap has to use the vernacular of the time or else it doesn't compute it just it seems too whitewashed too white even yeah no no i i totally that's it's good to hear that thought process from you it's awesome so okay let's end with a little game show who's gonna go up against uh trev davis oh my goodness (laughs) have i ever won a game show (laughs) i'm keeping track i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) okay jack you keep score yeah you bet all right, we're going old school here. You know me. I'm a history guy. It is the 2016 is 400 years since Shakespeare's death, oh. who was the master cursor of his time. Right. Insult master. And, of course, next year will be 500 years since... Luther. Luther. Luther posted the theses, and Luther had a filthy, filthy mouth. Very true. So, I am going to give you a quote, and you have to say, is that Shakespeare or Martin Luther? (laughs) You're so good at this, Tanner. Are you ready, Trevor? Yes. Is this Martin Luther or Shakespeare? Thou art unfit for any place but hell. Shakespeare. That's Shakespeare. Ding, ding, ding. Nice, Trevor. Dave. Peace, ye fat guts. Uh, flip a coin. Shakespeare. <laughs> That's Shakespeare. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, nice. <laughs> I would have said Luther. Why would anyone tolerate such things from someone like you? A rotten paunch, crude ass, and fart ass. Luther. <laughs> of course. That's definitely Luther. <laughs> <laughs> Thou are a bungling magpie croaking loudly. Luther. Oh, you guys are good. You are a toad eater and a fawner. Shakespeare. It's Luther. Oh, missed that pressure. First knock. All right, another toad one. Thou art like a toad, ugly and venomous. Luther. Shakespeare. 
Tied 2 2, Tanner. I hate Shakespeare. Apparently, Toad was a huge insult back in the 16th century. Interesting. You ever seen a Toad, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's clear. That transcends Touché. cultures. <laughs> All right, this is a title that was given to somebody Your Hellishness. Oh, that... yeah, it's for Trevor. Uh, Jackson said, oh, so I'm assuming he recognized from church history. And I said, ah, Luther. Luther. Sorry, sorry. You should just not count Thanks that Thanks a lot, Jack. That counts. You're right. <laughs> okay. It's the All right, ready? <laughs> I'll beat thee, but I would infect my hands. Shakespeare. Yeah, that's Shakespeare. I can, with good conscience, consider you a fart ass and an enemy of God. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely Luther. Did he really like the word fart? <laughs> oh, he loved it. I love the I can with good conscience. And you're like, oh. <laughs> All right. I do desire we may be better strangers. Luther. It's Shakespeare. Oh, Trevor for the win. I thought, well, it, was, I thought it was too obvious that it was Shakespeare. What a weird way to insult somebody. Yeah. But like totally that's hurtful too. Like yeah. I wish I'd, I'd say that's insult. just as bad as a swear. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Congratulations, it's Trevor. It's all cursing. It's all cursing. Great work, Trevor. You are the true brethren expert well, at the cursing. <laughs> you beat Dave. So <laughs> Dave isn't so good at this. <laughs> All right, uh, we are not going to read any listener mail this episode, although we have received some really good ones. Emily, you sent like a beautiful essay, and we are combing through it. Yeah. Hey, Emily. Are you in Europe or something? Stuff. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do need to announce something really big, though. Are you ready? Ready. Yeah. I know that by the time this comes out, it is only October, but we are starting are 12 weeks of Christmas. The Desiring Brethren 12 weeks of Christmas. Can you dig it? <laughs> I dig it. I dig it deep. <laughs> For the next 12 weeks, we are going to be giving you the sweetest Christmas present of all. For a loved one, an, a hated enemy. <laughs> Depends how much you like this present. We have created the Desiring Brethren Men's Calendar. <laughs> Is it a 2017 calendar? It is a 2017 calendar. Good. What I want to tell you is if you want one of these calendars, if you want to enter to win, here's what you got to do. Either share a link from our Facebook page or you have to rate and review us on iTunes. Use your real name so we can know who to enter into the draw. We are going to shake you all in and every week somebody is going to win a 12 weeks of Christmas. Uh, Desire Brethren calendar. Yeah. Oh, hoorah. <laughs> Woo! Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's it for me. Anything from you guys? Guys, thanks for having me on the podcast. This has been nice. I will continue to listen. It's been a long time coming. We appreciate having you here. I'm Trevor Buttery. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm Jackson O'Brien. I'm David Short. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it, damn it. <laughs> Is there a mutiny when I wasn't watching? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gone. you did. You're gone now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not us. It's you. <laughs> <laughs>